0: You're listening to The Big Show with Rusick and Rose. And now drops and shoots, trickling puck, Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from Lynette. That was going in. In tight, O trying to go back into forehand, they score. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah! Baby! Sportsnet 960 The fan.
1: Let's do it. It's Thursday. It's the big show. Rustic and Rose Sportsnet 960. The fan. It's the flames game day. Putting up their perfect three and record against those Buffalo Sabres. Seven 30 start down at the dome tonight. A little later today. That's fine.
2: Yeah, I guess. Sure. Fine. Yeah. Give that,
1: people a little more time. Yeah. That means I can watch first half of the Cardinals and Saints game
2: uninterrupted. Sure. Yeah, that should be a fun game. Yeah. Looking forward to that one. Getting the yeah. week going. I'm I'm sure a you're... good NHL slate to get going too. Seven games starting at five o'clock.
1: I'm sure you're excited that DeAndre Hopkins is back tonight from his six-game PED suspension.
2: I um I am because he's on my fantasy team. So okay, to an extent, I am. And all right, and I've kind of strapped my wagon to Kyler Murray for a couple of years. Mm. So I I kind of. Was like a pseudo Cardinals fan for the yeah, last man. couple seasons, but this year I don't really care about my, them. My brother is actually a diehard
1: Cardinals fan. Oh, he hates Kyler Murray. Oh, yeah, he hates him. Um, really, Kyler Murray? The way he runs, it looks like when a toddler steals their parent's phone. Yeah, and they're he's starting to run away. That's so Kyler Murray looks away. like. But he's really, really fast and small. Yeah, and he, and he he's just little
2: squeaks out of yeah. tough spots like a greased watermelon. It's like you can put him in your
1: pocket and then like unleash him onto the other team. <laughs> Because he's little. Um, Ross Tucker uh, from the Ross Tucker Podcast. CBS Sports is going to join us at 8.30. We got a jam-packed show. Man, Frank Cervalli, NHL Insider, Daily Faceoff at 7. We're going to give you our bets. And if you listen to our handsome producer, Patrick Dumont, last week. Uh, you're By the way, um, you're the only person I ever really Frenchify their last name. I'm not really... Like, when Julian McKenzie does it, Nicola our pal. Mal-
2: Nicolas Maloche.
1: Yeah, like, when Julian McKenzie does it, because he's from Montreal, Jonathan like, I'm cool with it. Chobaro. But if, like, Matty Rose is on, like, you know, Jonathan Roy, and he says that, I'd be like, what is going on, <laughs> Matty? What are you doing? Yeah, it'd be weird. No, but your name, I, I like to do. You were a spectacular, a fantastic, a perfect 6-0 and last week. Are you actually going to put a bet down on your actual picks this week?
3: Um, is, is, is your mic not on? Is it up? There, there we go. No, no, What is here? Like, am I, I'm just talking. Am like I up? What is? Yeah, now you're. All right, right. here I am. Okay,
2: so yeah, um, no, I'll
3: definitely be putting uh, putting that money in for uh, for these six this week.
1: Okay, you sound really excited about it too. Because <laughs> <You sound very laughs> hey, I know it. I'm probably I, not uh, going to get six and you, zero again. Yeah, I'm uh, good. And uh, <laughs> uh, we got to pick a hockey card. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, an, an incredible piece of memorabilia today to see who's going to win uh, the pick segment. We're going to do that at around seven thirty. Also, um, episode two of a uh, Brody on the Beat, where our techno director Alex Brody, the young fine man that he is, goes out and um, talks to the people of Calgary about some sporting topics. Today we got a little. We we wanted to have some fun. We made it easy for Alex. Love having fun. Uh, the, the topic is, uh, what activity would you like to do with flames general, uh, flames head coach, Daryl
2: Sutter? I, I think that's fun. I think it's fun. He's pretty polarized individual. Sure. Everyone knows Daryl Sutter. I think you yeah. know what he's about. Yeah. And I think that you could come up with a pretty unique list of things sure. that you would like to do with Daryl so, Sutter.
1: So Alex, uh, before we listen to it later on in the show. Uh, how do you think it went? Like you've put it together. I didn't want to hear it because I wanted to wait to the show because we're like, okay, we're launching this thing anyway. Just throw it onto the sea and hopefully it doesn't sink. What uh, w- what what's today's edition like?
2: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like I said, the first edition, uh, I went on Stephen Ave, and you know, a lot of less people wanted to talk to me. Um, whereas the Flames game, everybody wanted to talk to me, so it was awesome. Oh, I got okay. I got a really good diversity of responses, and actually, like. Like I said yesterday, I met some listeners, which was so cool to me because okay. I've never worked on a show like this big before. So it was so cool to actually meet people who who care yeah. about the content. Well, so, yeah,
1: I, I would slow down with saying such a big show we have. Like,
2: let's let's dial that back. It's a in the it's name called, it's called The Big, big show, show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> OK, yeah. But <laughs> dial it back it's kind up, of an ironic name. It is. Yeah.
1: Um. So, Alex, uh, I do appreciate that you went out there and you went to talk to sports fans. But for the next edition, I want us to do some hardcore flames topic and that you're asking maybe people who don't watch the game about <laughs> mm. that i think that's next week's edition
2: yeah that'll be that'll be fun it's just gonna be trying to convince them to talk to me
3: Ooh, a mall in like middle of the day where just a bunch of old ladies <laughs> yes oh, there we go. yeah that but you work. need
1: to have because you looked very sports net 960 ish right so people yeah. wanted to talk to you before, you just had your iphone oh, like a weirdo asking people <laughs> questions. I know why they didn't want to talk to you. But when you look all official and that you work for the radio station, and especially with a microphone, mm. people want to talk to you. you yeah. put stick a microphone in their face. Oh, you're from the radio? Let me give you my opinion. They talk like that. So uh, we got it. And apparently, we, we only have, what, one mic flash? And for those of you, it's a little thing that says what station you work at. We only have one in the whole station. You have the only one? We have like eight employees. Oh. Why would we need more than one
2: mic flash? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I want to go and do some reporting. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I don't even know. I've, I've just had this for like seven or eight years. It's just been rattling around in my backpack since I started doing Peters. Okay. Um, so we'll hear
1: Brody on the beat at 730. Uh, Eric Francis, sports and analyst, host of the Eric Francis Show. Uh, he's coming on to talk about his annual pizza pig out. But you want to talk about perfect timing to have the franchise on? Yeah. Uh news broke yesterday that
2: maybe good news on the horizon with the arena deal, Maddie. Perhaps. They uh the they've taken a step in the right direction. That's about as excited I can get for this right now because I I'm, I'm because you've been hurt so many I've times. I've been hurt so many times that I I'm, I'm I'm holding out hope, but at the same time I'm I'm not sure. I, I'm worried, but I'm excited. I have a wide ranging of emotions, and it's time. I'm just like waiting for, for the next step. You just want a shovel in the ground,
1: and then it's being built, and then you're fine.
2: It's, we're coming up on about a year from when shovels were supposed to be in the ground. We're two months away. Ten months since. Shovels were supposed to be in the ground for the new building. Okay.
1: Um, we wanted to ask you to... By the way, the the Ottawa Senators will have two buildings yeah. by the time the Calgary Flames mm-hmm. have one. Yeah, those are facts. The Atlanta Braves have like three stadiums by the time the Calgary Flames will have one. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah, no, um, yeah, it needs, fine. It needs a new building. Yeah. I, I I I don't want to disparage the Saddledome. I've been to it. It's got a lot of character. Yeah, but the one thing that really surprised me, being down in the Flames' dressing room, and can I just say something that weirds me out here in Calgary? Sure. Um, I love the fact that uh, even our listeners are like, talk hockey, it's Canada. Like, they get upset if we talk about anything else but hockey. But for some reason on this radio station, I hear locker room. Why are we Americanizing the game? It's not a locker room, it's a dressing room. I call it a dressing room. When I get keys to the, I don't get keys in the arena to the locker room, I get keys to the dressing room. Cause in hockey, it's a dressing room. In baseball, it's a clubhouse. In football, it's a locker room. The dressing room and hockey. Producer Patrick Dumont, are you with me on this?
3: Yeah, and this actually goes like randomly. Steve Cooley went on a rant like ten years ago about this and it stuck with me. And I've since that rant, it's been like, yeah, hockey's wow, dressing okay. room.
1: I guess Steve Cooley speaks right into the brain. Yeah, He's right into the for, brain. Forget us. Anything we have to say. <laughs> no, I'm Steve just Steve
3: Cooley speaks. This was, Patrick Dumas listens. I am just saying, you yeah. brought this up, and it triggered me from like 10 years ago when Cooley okay. said it, too. Yeah,
1: I'm a, I'm a dressing room guy in hockey. I don't know why it's referred to as a locker room. It's weird. It weirds me out a little bit. I know you're a locker room guy. Why? Have, did you never even think about
2: it? No, I don't care. Okay, <laughs> like locker room address? No, I didn't. I never really thought about it. It's Americanizing the game. I I didn't even think about it in that way. Like it's like saying it's a bathroom or a washroom. Have, have it's you, the same thing.
1: Have you? Have you, well, you don't bathe in a public washroom. So have you? That's the difference. Uh, the, the, have you not known me long enough now? Doing the show for like three weeks that these thoughts
2: creep no, into no, my no. stupid head? Totally, a hundred percent. And I'm just saying, like that one, like I. I, I d- like, when, as you were going through that, I was like, I don't even know if I use locker room or dressing room. You do use locker room. Oh, I've noticed there's there's lockers in like, the rooms
1: that I go into, but it's a dressing room in hockey. It's a lot, yeah, but it's a locker room when you do the stampeders.
2: Okay, but the rooms are very similar. No. But th-
1: wait till Eric Francis is here, uh-huh. and we'll ask him. Okay, he can be. I, I know, I know Patty Dumas on my side. Yeah, I call it a dressing room, like I said. When you go to the arena and you're playing a pickup hour and you got to get the keys, you never say, can I get keys to the locker
2: room? You say dressing room, right? I uh, I guess. I just, can I get keys and to the room? Can I get Can I get in our room? Yeah, like, I, uh, I just need a place to change. Also, uh, and I agree
1: with this, and I get caught of saying jersey, it is sweaters in hockey. Instead of jerseys. Jerseys where the devils play. But it is sweaters in <laughs> hockey.
2: So which ones are jerseys, football or basketball?
1: Both. In hockey, it's sweaters. Used, oh.
2: back in the day, they were legitimately sweaters. That's right. But now they're the same material as, like, jerseys. Yeah. and well, yeah. So now they're jerseys, aren't they? Yeah. Like, if we're getting into the and semantics it, of everything, then aren't they jerseys? Can I just say, too, it they broke my heart. They used to be heart.
1: sweaters. It broke my heart when I heard Wayne Gretzky say locker room. I'm like, oh, Wayne, come on, man. I know you've been living in the United States for a long time, but it's dressing room. These are one of these things that are very finicky about sports terminology. Mm. Sure, yeah. And Nail. it's... Oh, I hate that in North America. <laughs> we call it nil in soccer. Oh, he won 6-0. All right, so back to the arena thing. Uh, I got a... W- oh, no. So back to what I was going to say about the play. Yeah. I've, been in, I've, been in, I've been lucky enough to have been in, in a few uh, dressing rooms in the NHL. Yep. When I watched it in the Flames one, I'm mm-hmm. like, first of all, wow, this is small. Second of all, uh, it felt like... Uh, um, how do I say this? It's like, a, it's like a very competitive men's league team played there and not an NHL team. Because you you're you're not used I I've seen like the Blue Jays clubhouse is so expansive and nice. The Maple Leafs dressing room is really nice. Mm-hmm. Like I've been to the Sabres, very nice. I've been here, I'm like, "Wow, this is small." And it's it was shocking to me when I was here. Yeah. In 2018.
2: It's um, it's not too different than the dressing rooms that I get ready in at Winsport. Now, you know, we don't know what's back behind the big wall. They've got, like, that one big video board and all of their snacks and stuff like that that's been added in the last couple of years. But, yeah, it's
0: not the biggest. It's
1: It's a not. little
2: snug. You yeah. know, it was tighter when Good Branson was here. The blue line's a little smaller, yeah. so that okay. certainly helps.
1: Yeah, I just I was always I'm very amazed if you've been lucky enough to be there. It's there's not really too much room to move around in there. There just isn't.
2: No And that's fine. And I'm sure Well, especially because they used to have the logo on the ground and you couldn't step on the logo, so yeah. then they had to put the logo on the roof. Yeah. It that opened up a ton of space.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and that's something, some tea. I remember doing uh, the Blue Jays game, Mm. and uh, Cito Gaston walked right on the logo when he was the manager the second time around for the Blue Jays, and he's like, "Yeah." And then people are like, "Whoa, Cito!" He's like, "Yeah, don't. Who cares about that? It means it's meaningless." I'm like, "Okay, all right." Cito Gaston said that one, two World Series, the Blue Jays, whatever. Um, This got me thinking Mm. back to my being a weirdo that I am. Yeah, sure. We want to open up to the listeners nine sixty nine sixty on the text line name and location. What is something, if this arena deal finally happens, what's something fun you'd like to see in the new arena? Maybe a little weird. Get creative. Maddie. what is something fun and creative you'd like to see if and when the Flames actually build a new arena? What would you like to see?
2: The first one that I thought of was a petting zoo. Okay. We have a great petting zoo, All Stampede. Why don't we just kind of take some of those animals and move them into a nice little part of the saddle dome? Okay. That'd be great. Or how about this? The kids? Well, I was thinking about this. How about a daycare? So you could just leave your kids, and you could just go booze and watch the game and do your thing, and, and they could just go do whatever kids well, do. Oh a, a daycare and a petting zoo. There you go. Games are a little late
1: sometimes for especially younger kids, but that's fine if you're the type of parent it's, that wants to bring out their toddler the, the and main bring point them home is, by like 1030. Keep them
2: away. Okay. Keep
1: them away. <laughs> so a petting zoo and a daycare. Clearly, you're not a parent. No. Hard there's pass. some. Yeah. there's some parent, There's some people with kids. By the way, having a kid is the same thing as having a puppy. Um, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> I have a puppy. Like, Get so... <laughs> out of here. Um, producer Patrick Dumont, if your mic is on. Yes. What, what are some of the fun and creative things you like to see if, if
3: and when the Flames build a new arena? Well, this goes on probably more legalization of sports books in this province, but I would love to see a big old sports book at an arena. Oh, okay. Just where you can, oh. you got the bar, you I got like everything you Vegas have to, style. We're not gonna get like a stadium swim, but uh, right. oh, I like a stadium it. Stadium swim in Vegas. Vegas. You yeah. seen that one? Oh, yeah. Holy Ridiculous. Uh, but no, I love a just a somebody put their name on it. Big old sports book outside the new arena. Okay, attached to it. The texts are flying in right
1: now, and this is awesome. Chocolate fountain. Yeah, like that's disgusting, it, but that'd be great. Uh, okay, but you'd have to be very.
2: You'd have to put that in the sweets. Yeah, you definitely would.
1: Chocolate fountains. See, but this is what we want to hear. So my idea would be because, because
3: the team's the Flames... Oh yeah! There's a
1: part where you get to actually use a flamethrower in <laughs>
3: yeah. the arena. Yeah. You know how like Nashville uh, smashes up the car or whatever. Of yeah. The, so you burn the yeah. other team's whatever, like logo. an effigy.
1: Yeah. You get to line up and use an actual flamethrower. Wouldn't that be awesome? Make, like a
3: scarecrow with like the Oilers yeah. logo
1: on it, and you're just like just torching <laughs> the other team's logo. Tell me that wouldn't get you jacked up for the game. Oh, Call man. Elon
2: Musk and the Boring Company. Get some of those flamethrowers in here. And yeah.
1: You're... That'd be wicked. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. 960, 960, name hmm. and location. Um, what's something you'd like to have at the new arena, if and when it happens? Something fun, something creative. Uh, Dustin, mechanical bull rides. Yeah, that checks out. Sure. that's um, ve- That'd be very Calgary.
2: Ranchmans, did they reopen? I think they did. I wonder if they got the mechanical bull back because I know that thing was up for auction. We were almost going to buy it when we were on the Jack Morning Show. Um, but yeah, mechanical bull—that's a thing that's linked to Calgary for sure. Uh, Steve
1: uh, from Bonus um, Bar with <laughs> golf simulators—that'd
2: be a great job. I like I I I would probably prefer to take my golf clubs to a hockey game than I would prefer to take my kids. But I don't <laughs> have kids. But right. But. That's just me. I don't know. I feel like the daycare would get more more work, more use. But sure,
1: um, Wedley. <laughs> Why does uh, the
2: golf simulator need to be at the saddle, though? Like, <laughs>
1: hey, there's no. Hey, again, it's, it's a big whiteboard. We're brainstorming. there. Yeah, there's thing no, yeah. such thing as bad ideas. No, yeah, totally. Um, Wedley from uh, Bridgewood, Bridlewood, Bridlewood, Bridlewood. Uh, you, you know, you know, it's great when I try to say these city names and <laughs> I don't get them. And it's like, yeah, I know you're not from here.
3: Well, I'm trying. I'm he's, trying to he's learn. He's doing his best. Like, God. There's a damn head coach named Again, Rick somebody, George,
1: learn to pronounce stuff. <laughs> like, I'm trying here. Slurpy machine, but for booze. That would be fun. Now we're talking.
2: That's, um, like, a lot of these things, I'm like, they're around. They're stampede stuff. We just need to just bring get it out of storage and throw it in the new building. Or we can get new stuff. But, like. Reuse, reuse, reduce, recycle, and save a few bucks. Mm-hmm. Get that building built, you know. Uh, it's bonus, not
1: bonus. What did I say? You said bonus. It's boness. Oh my god. god. Okay.
2: I know. I get it. So I called Rick bonus. Rick boness for like a long time. Oh, because that's how we pronounce the community here in Calgary. Okay, but it, that was wrong. Boness. Boness. Okay. Bonus. Thank you. Boness. Boness. Bones. We're working. Here. I got it. Yeah. I'm trying here. Whoa, dude, don't you preach to the choir. My the way I butcher the English language, I should be yeah. thrown directly in prison. Learn,
1: George, you idiot. Okay, I'm trying. <laughs> Stupid idiot. Learn all these communities' names. Uh, Chris from Highwood, is that right? Did I say that right?
2: Yeah, Highwood. Is it Highwood? Yeah, you okay. nailed that one. Okay. Good job, buddy.
1: Uh hot tub in the attacking zone. <laughs> Hot tub's a good idea. Uh, kind of t- gross, though. I am not a hot me. tub guy. I no. I am not a hot tub guy. I'm a
2: hot tub guy. I'm not a shared hot tub with 18,000 of my drunkest friends type of guy. That's not me.
1: Uh, this is great. Uh, Mike in the fail. Uh, slides from the press level to the concourse. End of game. <laughs> oh, Get you, you right beautiful. out there. yeah, like, like The w- ones w- when the airplanes like, w-
3: crash and you got the, the, they have the, the, the slides that pop out? We need those from the top deck down.
1: Um, a gentleman club for between periods. I don't, well, I don't know. That's not really family friendly. No,
2: that's for between periods. Yeah. Because you're definitely going to go back for play by play. Yeah. Yeah. We don't no. you. Yeah. Okay. But all of a
1: sudden, half the, uh, half the crowd is still in the club <laughs> during the intermission draft beer vending
2: machine. Mm, um, yes, but like. You ever go to a bar and um, you like see another table and they get like a bottle of beer and the server doesn't pour it and you watch them pour it and you're like, what is this your first time? Is are you new? I just I just worry oh, about man. people taking a lot of time and making a big mess. Yeah, but the concept is good. Maybe you need to like pass a test before you can use it, and then that way you don't have to go through the lines.
1: Uh, this is great, uh, Gordon Riverbend. Do you guys know about the magnetic beer cups that fill from the bottom? Have them built into the armrest, swipe a card, boom, get your beer in your seat. We used to have
3: those, but they
2: got rid of them. We did have the magnetic bottoms, but people kept spilling their beer on themselves and getting angry, so they got rid of them. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: That's just like, talk about a recipe for disaster.
3: Like They're you, cool. They're cool you're to watch get filled the, up. The, the, you're
1: sitting at your seat <laughs> and all of a sudden like you're like another one. I'll oh, select the card again. Kr- another one. You're like seven deep already. It's not even the second period. You're like, oh God, <laughs> gotta dial it back a little bit. I went to the uh Does
2: this thing serve water? Yeah. <laughs> I should mix it on the of water. water. Mix of water.
1: I uh I went to the Rogers Cup in Toronto this past summer. Uh, watch the tennis. I know you're such a big tennis guy, Maddie, and you yeah. keep talking about, you know, like when's Novak Djokovic <laughs> going to play in his next major? I know you keep talking my you're <laughs> off about it. But um, I, I sat uh, down below, so you got the uh, the server who brings you the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, and you download Fancy the mobile seats? app. And yeah. I didn't pay for him. I, I had a connection with Tennis Canada. That's a La-dee-da. flex. I had to be. Yeah. Um. And I just kept ordering stuff with me and my buddy. It's like it's so easy. Put your credit card in. I'm like another round. Boop, boop, boop. Another round. Like six later. Like thank goodness I wasn't driving. Yeah. And I was like,
2: oh, I'm gonna try
1: this. <laughs> I'm gonna try this. What? I'm gonna try that.
2: When did they start playing with two balls?
1: Yeah. And then we got shushed by the umpire. Oh. <laughs> because my buddy and I were talking too loud in the second match at night. It was late and there wasn't oh. as many people. It was after the Bianca match but it's super fun when you get to do stuff like that. Sure, like I'm sure they could limit the amount of beers you could pour in your seat cuz yeah. things would get out of hand. It's got,
2: it's got like a clip on but it. But that's a
1: great idea.
2: <laughs> yeah. You don't have to wait to get out of your seat. Like granted, like essentially the beer guys that come and wander into the section do something very similar, but sometimes they're they're not there when you need them. Yeah. So, I I could see this this little shortcut here. And I'm sure it would be really cheap to just put a beer line into every seat. Would be great,
3: yeah, no problem.
1: Uh, Dylan, um, doggy daycare and batting cages.
3: Did you see the dog in the at the game on Tuesday? Somebody brought their dog into the stands. The Flames game, yeah. It, it, they were feeding popcorn. it popcorn. Huh. It was crazy. Was it? Was it like? A, it, was it has a little, to be like. A, it was a little Chihuahua type. It has thing. to it be like an emotional bag. support. Dog was yeah or something?
1: I like think that. somebody it was. had mild foot pain and they needed to bring their dog. Is that what? Probably, it was? Probably,
3: but it seems <laughs> enjoying. it, and I was like, oh, I sure I, I was. It enjoyed it itself. That's all I know. I saw um, it on the Reddit. Maybe.
1: Randy in Calgary, English classroom for radio guys. Randy, like that's hey. why we're in radio. We're not supposed to be talking perfect English. English, on. <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't work that way. That's
2: a really good joke though. That's, that's good one. Randy. Knuckle bonks here, bro. A zing. Right through your, right through your radio, right there. Um, Jason, uh, beer,
1: uh, beer can vending machines to reduce lines. That's a, that's a recurring theme here. Cause it's right. Cause you don't want to wait too long in the lines. Because cause that's always, that's always a, a conundrum if you're a fan, because mm-hmm. you, you want to go get your beer during the intermission, but you also don't want to leave early during the period in case you miss something. And then you don't want to be late coming back in case you miss something. So then you're stuck waiting in lines at the bathroom at the beer vending machine. Beer vending machine is
2: great. You put that in like some sort of gated area where as long as everyone's getting ID'd, it's no problem. Like you go down to Vegas, you can buy cigarettes out of a vending machine right now. It's the same type of deal. You know what? This is what I'm talking about. Mm. Creative. A zip line from
1: one side of the (laughs) arena to the other where a dude with a flaming cape zips through the arena after a flames goal. (laughs) Like Harvey is flying through the air with his cape on fire with a zip line going through like a flaming sea at the other end of the arena. Eat that, uh, whatever the Brewer's mascot is. Brewer and McBrewerson. Yeah. Bernie. Bernie, that's right. Bernie and, the, and then that Bernie. Dodgers uh, reporter broke his arm sliding yeah. down because he was flying down that big <laughs> oh, tubass. Yeah. Worst, worst embarrassing he thing was ever. cooking down that He thing. was. But a zip line? See, that's what I'm talking about. A fire-breathing
2: dragon? From the West Edmonton Mall? See, like, zipline you could do from, like, the press level down into the second bowl right now. And, like, it wouldn't even bother the game that much. And you could get them, like, almost tilted on different parts of the ice so they could go at both times. You could definitely do that in a new building.
1: Uh, a Johnny Goudreau dunk tank? <laughs> Trevor and Medicine hat? I don't think the Flames uh, as an organization would want to put Johnny's face and you're trying to hit <laughs> it
2: with, like, a softball to I w- dunk. I will say there's... There would be a
1: lineup for that?
2: In one of the elevators at the dome now, they've kept a lot of the old graphics, and there's one egregious uh, just red panel. I was like, hmm, who was there last year? Interesting. "Hmm, Strange enough. Uh, A s'mores roasting station? Roast it yourself? Sure, super cute. Yeah. Um, What if we did like like a little stove in the end of our armrests so you could just do that at your seat? You buy like a little kit, maybe, mm-hmm. and then you could just do it on your do it in, right in your section. No problem.
1: I, I, I like it. Um, keep them rolling in 960 960 on the text line. Uh, name and location um, with potentially good news with the new arena deal. What is something fun, creative you like to see in the brand new barn? 960 960 name and location. And yes, it's a good way for me to learn how to say Boness. Boness. Now I know instead of it's not Rick Bonus. It's Boness. It's
2: Rick Boness. Rick yeah. Boness has yet to coach behind the Jets bench. This is true because he's sick and I hope he gets yeah. there soon because I really enjoyed Rick Boness, but and I just
1: I'm always amazed that he continues to get jobs in the NHL. That guy's worked a
2: long time in the he, NHL. He has. Sure has.
1: Yeah, it's just where am I work what team am I
2: working for this year? That's yeah. pretty much
1: every uh year for Rick Boness.
2: Really thought it might have been time to hang up the whistle. after No, nope. la- no, nope.
1: no. Nope. Got to get the Jets oh, back on
2: track.
1: Big win for the Jets last night uh, mm-hmm. over the avalanche. Um, we'll talk about that in the Rose Report straight ahead. Frank Saravalli, NHL insider at the Daily Faceoff. will join us at 7 o'clock. We'll give you our bets. There's Brody on the beat. Eric Francis is going to be here. Ross Tucker is going to be here. I got some fun facts about the city of Buffalo. Oh, Okay. We're going to do that in the show, too, because during the intermission, when Uh you don't have anything, if you're sitting beside somebody or you're at home watching Uh, the game.
2: you'll be able to roll these off? Yeah,
1: I'm going to give you some fun facts about the city of Buffalo you probably didn't know. So Get your pens out. Get your note-taking utensil ready. We'll get it for you. And I think we're going to do the 24-second Raptor recap.
2: Oh, I got it ready. Okay. I even got a clock and everything.
1: Okay, I like it. We'll do all of that straight ahead. The Rose Report's next. It's the big show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. But it's time for the Rose Report, and it's brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility where they'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes on 51st Ave and 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty
2: Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. New day, new morning report, new flames game day. (laughs) Light NHL slate Wednesday, which gives way to a jam-packed Thursday schedule. Plus, we have the MLB postseason continuing. the Raptors season opened. Welcome to Jurassic Park. And some local notes as well. So let's dive in. This is the 26th sports equinox ever, George. Did you know that? It's going to be an NFL, MLB, NBA, and NHL game all played on the same day. Saints. That's only happened 26 times? Yeah. Really? Yeah.
1: If there's one thing you take the away from this really show. the pandemic really helped. Oh, there's, if there's one thing you take away
2: from this show, mm-hmm. it's that right there. I like Saints learning. Cardinals. Yep. Yankees, Astros. A uh-huh. couple of NBA games. Bucks, 76ers, Clippers, and Lakers. Ooh. And 12 NHL games. Wow. Plus, if you're into it, college football, MLS playoffs, and a whole bunch more. Lots of stuff on the go. So let's you're go. You're huge into MLS playoffs. Uh, I can't wait. Can't wait, dude. They're, Cincinnati FC is yeah. your side. Yeah, they're in. Yep. Could have fooled me. Tonight, the Flames are back in action. Game two of this eight-game homestand. The Buffalo Sabres in town for their lone visit after beating the Oilers up the road on Tuesday. 7.30 puck drop tonight. We'll have wall-to-wall coverage all afternoon, including our pregame show with Pat and Lou at 6.30. The lines for the Flames at practice Wednesday, the same lines that they rolled with in Tuesday's victory over Vegas. The only change, Noah Hannafin with another off day from practice. Connor Mackey skating in his place. We did see the same before the Vegas game. Hannafin finished and uh, played that game too. So we'll wait for confirmation with today's morning skate, but he should be an option again this evening. The Flames can start the season 4-0, one of four undefeated teams that remain in the NHL. Do you know who the other three are, George? Undefeated? Undefeated teams in the NHL. Uh, The Flyers lost last night, Mm -hmm. so they're no longer undefeated. There is two in the Central Division, and there is one in the Metropolitan Division. Uh, is it the Blues, one of them? The Blues. They only played their second game yesterday, 2-0. and right. They blew a
1: 3-1 lead because I had them on minus five in the regulation time. and oh. broke my heart. Oh.
2: Um, the Rangers? To the Kraken, too. Who are are the Rangers, Rangers can... perfect? Nope. The Rangers have lost. I believe they lost their opener. Interesting. They lost to the Jets. The, Hurric- the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes? The Hurricanes.
1: Now, uh, real quick story. Um, we had uh, Nigel Reed work at uh, the Fan 590 in Toronto years ago. Nigel Reed is, uh, he works for CBC now, does soccer. You've heard him before if you watch, like, the women's soccer team, very English. Mm-hmm. And then he was on the sports update desk. Yeah. And it'd be like, the Maple Leafs played the Carolina Hurricanes, hurricanes. last night. And you're like, mm. talk about a, a, a hockey update with the Hurricanes. So every time I hear that, I think of him and saying Hurricanes.
2: Every time I think of the Hurricanes, I think of Gilbert Gottfried. That's
0: okay. how it is. You know,
2: Uh,
1: Rest in peace, Gilbert Gottfried. I interviewed him. Really? In studio in Toronto. What a... He swore a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) he swore a lot. A lot of it were like, oh boy, we're going to get in trouble for this interview. (laughs) Gilbert was letting her fly at 8.30 in the morning, let me tell you. That's
2: the thing about a delay is like once you use it once... You have to take yeah. the time to get the delay set yes. again. So if, if he yeah. fires an F-bomb and you delay that one, yeah. that one's gone. And then he rattles off another one 10 seconds later. Yeah. You're hooped. Yeah, it was, uh, it was an interesting interview. Looking forward to this one tonight. Buffalo's 2-1. They've scored 11 goals. Oh, the other undefeated team is Dallas. Oh, Buffalo's 2-1. Right. They've scored 11 goals in three games. Rasmus DeLean leads all skaters with four points. Three of them are goals. Victor Olofsson, Alex Tuck, and J.J. Paterka all have a couple of goals as well. Ilya Labushkin missed practice on Wednesday Mm. after he laid that humongous hit on Dylan Holloway in that game back on Tuesday as well. Sabres expected to be a better team this year, but the question is how much better? Can they actually challenge in a very
1: competitive Atlantic division? They were a team that last season, uh, left for dead, Don Granato gets behind the bench. All of a sudden, they start playing a ton of hockey. Once they got rid of... The headache and the cloud over the organization that is Jack Eichel. Team started to play better. And if there's one thing you can really notice tonight, I've seen a lot of Rasmus Dallin Yeah, play. Man, that guy is silky smooth. He is, he's, he's incre- He's starting to really live up to that first overall pick billing. Don't forget, when Victor Hedman was taken so high in the draft, people were starting to call Victor Hedman a bust until it just clicked and he figured it out. Yep. We're
2: starting to see that with Rasmus now on the blue line for the Sabres. One of, I think, four or five players who have points in all of his team's contests to this point, and three of them are goals, as mentioned. 7.30 start tonight. Also, reverse retro jerseys are going to be dropping across the NHL later today, or sweaters. Pick your poison. Yep. Are you excited? Did you like the reverse retro idea last time we had it? Yeah, it's it's fine. I, I like it.
1: It's fine. The, the Flames jerseys they have now are beautiful. I agree. Like the old school looking ones. They're beautiful. They're perfect. They're clean. They're traditional. They're nice. You, you can't mess with them. That's fine. You want to bring Blasty back? That's cool. Kids will like it. You have a big smile on your face. Because you I'm a Blasty. child. Yeah, you love the Blasty. Yeah. That's fine. But the Flames have one of the most beautiful jerseys in the NHL.
2: It was also announced the City of Calgary and Calgary Sports and Entertainment Corporation, or CSEC, have agreed to restart formal discussions for a new arena deal. The third party that was appointed to get the communication facilitated has fulfilled its mandate. The city is now represented by CAA Icon, a consulting firm specializing in public and private sports and entertainment value deals. Fingers crossed, but I'll tell you, George.
0: No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Mm -hmm.
2: 960, 960 on the text
1: line. If this arena deal finally happens, what's something fun and creative they should have for the arena? 960, 960 name and location. Eric Francis is going to join us at 8 o'clock. We'll ask him.
2: Is this? Oh, well, he'll have some good ones. That's I'm what sure. I
1: mean. Oh,
2: but no, he'll also know, like, is, is this, yeah, this going to happen? Job, probably, yeah. Like, he's very dialed in. Yeah. Uh, before we get to the rest of yesterday's action, plenty of news during the day. Busy day at the infirmary yesterday across the NHL. The Leafs announced that Jake Muzzin's going on the IR with a neck injury. So they've recalled Philip Kral from the Marlies. The Avalanche announced that Gabe Landeskog will be out 12 weeks after having arthroscopic surgery on his knee Tuesday. In Florida, Aaron Ekblad placed on LTIR with an injury not considered season ending. That dude can't catch a break. The Panthers' blue line looks awfully thin now. And the Capitals announced that Connor Brown is going to be out long-term with a lower body injury. Not an injury, but the Red Wings also announced Jacob Verana has entered the NHL-NHLPA player assistance program. He'll be away from the team indefinitely.
1: Uh, real quick, um, uh, another reason why the Maple Leafs are super soft. Mm. Uh, Sheldon Keefe yesterday walked back his comments about how our elite players were not elite lead against the Coyotes. Because the organization is so soft that you can't offend any of these top players. Because that's what the Leafs are. A joke. He had to walk back comments that our elite players weren't being elite yeah, yesterday. And talked about are you,
2: are you serious? Catching it out of context, and I was like, "How did you No. what?" It's just just goes to show how that entire
1: operation is as soft as butter in the hot sun.
2: Only three games last night. The Flyers looked to start three and zero as they visited the Panthers. Tied it two after forty minutes. Matt Kachuk playing on a line with Sam Bennett and Rudolphs Balsers this mm. season. Uh, but save your jokes. They're off to a great start. Have to check on that first. <laughs> there, fastened, Matt Kachuk sets up Sam Bennett, who sets up Rudolph Balsers. He gets behind the defense. A nice forehand, backhand move. He's able to beat the goaltender. 4-2, to two, the Panthers win. Kachuk and Bennett, both with two assists in the game. The Flyers' season opening win streak ends at 3. Kachuk, 6 points in three games and those were the first two points of the season for Sam Bennett. Jets and Avalanche. Winnipeg jumped out to a 2-0 lead on the road. They also held a 3-1 lead, but the Avalanche were relentless, eventually tying up the game with a power play marker from Val Nechushkin in the dying minutes. Just the fifth goal for Nichushkin already this season. Guys just cooking already. That sent the game to overtime, but a brief overtime in the Mile High City.
0: Two-on-one the other way for Winnipeg. and trying to get back to make it a two-on-two. Two. Is that a shot they score? How did that go in? Boy. Winging a prayer for the Jets, and they get the extra points. Thirty one seconds into overtime. I love it's Neil it. Pionk's second of the game. I love Couldn't do that again if he tried. Oh <laughs> He did it twice. I love What sad. is he talking about? He did it twice last yeah.
1: night. <laughs> I love sad I love sad uh broadcasters when their team loses. Yeah. You should be a homer if you're a radio guy. That's what you should be. Yeah. 100%. You gotta be a
0: homer. <laughs> and our man, Connor McGehee, bit of a homer there. And he was Couldn't li- do it if he tried. Is that a shot they score? How did that go in? Boy. <laughs> boy. Boy.
2: Boy. Ah, Connor's a beauty. Couldn't do that again if he tried. Oh, boy. Neil Peon with the game-winning goal just 31 seconds into the extra frame. The Jets with a couple of big points on the road. They win 4-3. to three. Still no Rick. Bonus. He's expected to make his coaching debut for the That's Jets bonus. Saturday against the Leafs, but remained in COVID protocol for yesterday's game. Kraken were hosting the Blues. St. Louis led 3-1, to but the Kraken able to tie the game with a couple of second-period nice. tallies. Sorry about your bet, dude. Oh, my God. No goals in the thirds. So this game went to overtime. And
0: Thomas gets it back in front. Falk shoots. He scores! Bring out the Zamboni in Seattle. Falk scores the game-winner.
2: I don't know if i was just like very tired earlier today but i heard that initially the the falk call the justin falk call yep and i thought he had cursed on air so i thought it'd be funny if we just did this
0: thomas gets it back in front (laughs) shoots he scores (laughs) bring out the zamboni in seattle scores (laughs) the game winner in (laughs) overtime
2: (laughs) that works it works that works it's actually
0: Folk scores the
2: game yeah it's winner close but it's
1: it's tight that catches your attention yeah it sure does when he says it
2: <laughs> justin folks the second shift of the year disturber yeah yeah <laughs>
1: that's
2: right okay. ot winner the blues win four to three just the second game of the season for the blues very strange but they're undefeated yeah and do you know Folk that the uh,
0: scores the game winner in
1: I was watching this game last night because I was bitter because the Blues didn't win in regulation. I watched the first 40. So, um, you know that the Kraken have only won one overtime game in their history, and that was in Pittsburgh. The fans in Seattle have never seen an overtime victory. And last night, nope, sorry. Gotcha. No overtime victory. Justin. F- Watch fall. your mouth.
2: Yep. Busy slate tonight. Seven games go at 5 o'clock. Ducks, Bruins, Coyotes, Canadiens, Stars, Leafs, Kings, Penguins, Predators, Blue Jackets, Sharks and Rangers, Capitals and Senators at 5.30, Devils and Islanders. 6 o'clock sees the Canucks face the Wild. That's a big one for the Canucks. Get your together. 7 o'clock, Hurricanes and Oilers, and 8 o'clock, the Jets and the Knights.
1: Uh, 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 As Sam Cosentino was talking about yesterday, if the Canucks go up by two goals tonight, live bet. The other side, hard. <laughs> hard. You'll get some good numbers because the Canucks are gagging away two goal leads like nobody's business.
2: And at this point, like, will the numbers even be that good if they oh, no, go they by two? Oh, no, they will because that's the algorithm. Yeah. Hmm. Week seven of the NFL begins tonight. Let's switch over to the field. Saints and Cardinals from Arizona, 6-15. The two and four cards last mm. in their division, but very much in it. 49ers, Rams, and Seahawks are all three and three, so they're just a win off. The Saints are also two and four. They're third in the NFC South. The Bucs and the Falcons are both 3-3. Well, the Panthers struggling this season at 1-5. Arizona's trying to break an eight-game home-losing streak that dates back to last season. They're two-point favorites. The total is set at 44. And DeAndre Hopkins is going to return to the lineup from his six-game PED suspension. But Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown, uh, long-term foot injury. Might be done for the year, might be done for four weeks. Depends on what you read. He's not going to play this week. That no, we know.
1: He's not. And I know I heard Larry Fitzgerald on Monday Night Football talk about how um, maybe DeAndre Hopkins isn't going to get as much work as you think he is because he's not in game shape. And, and it's tough to be a receiver, to be in game shape. I know he's, he's Kyler Murray's PEDs. security blanket. Well, yeah, he's Kyler Murray's security blanket. He's one of the, still one of the best receivers in all of football. I know you have him on your fantasy team. I'm probably going to have to start him. You drafted him. Maybe you, you reached for him a little bit because you know he was going to miss the first six games. But I'm not sure how much workload DeAndre Hopkins is
2: going to get tonight. That's something we can ask Ross Tucker later on. Baseball postseason. In the ALCS, Justin Verlander with quite a show getting the start for the Astros. They took on the Yankees in game one. Verlander, six innings, 11 strikeouts, and one earned run against. Retired the last 11 batters that he faced before he got the hook. Just needed a little bit of offense to back him up. He left the game with this all tied up at one.
0: Which would probably indicate he's out. Now Guriel to the Crawford boxes and the Astros have the lead. Two to one. Driving to right. Well hit. Judge on the run and Chaz McCormick. Opposite field home run.
2: Yuli Gurriel and Chaz McCormick with the home runs as the Astros take a 4-2 win in Game 1. Both those coming in the bottom of the six right after Justin Verlander's night had ended. Game 2 today at 5.37. Luis Severino and Framber Valdez will get the starts. The NLCS continues. Game 2 between the Padres and the Phillies down in San Diego. The Phillies led 4-2 going into the fifth inning, but starting pitcher Aaron Nola had been pretty good got himself into a little bit of trouble in the fifth
0: uh, he rips it down
2: Josh Bell singled to extend that lead to 7-4. to The Padres win 8-5. to They tie the series as it shifts back to Philadelphia for the next three games. They're off today. Did you see Josh Allen there with his girlfriend? I did not. So Josh,
1: and she's lovely. Um, Josh Allen's there with his girlfriend, who's a San Diego Padres fan, apparently. Oh. So she's taking, they show Josh Allen sitting in a box, and she's taking a selfie with Josh, and Josh has to do like, oh my God, I'm the boyfriend. I have to smile like I enjoy this right now. But he was wearing a Bills hat in San Diego Padres colors. Hmm. That's a faux pas. Why? Uh, Isn't it? He's still repping his team. He's a California guy. But he's still repping his Bills while his lady's decked out in full Friars gear. All right. Okay, I'll get on board. Sure.
2: And if if you haven't seen, go seek out that video. Hmm. I'm going to find it. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. She's lovely. Hey, could you link me? Yeah. Sure. Uh, Raptors season opened yeah. yesterday, George. Um
3: I know for a fact. I'm just guessing, also, really.
2: I'm yep. glad the TNT team is back. Yep. They've signed long term extensions before. Ten year deal. Got going. Love to see that. Yeah. Uh taking on Cleveland in Toronto. We're gonna give the Raptors their fair share of airtime in the morning report. So we're gonna do a twenty four second shot clock, and that's it. Are you ready to go, George?
1: Yeah, I, uh,
2: I, okay. Uh, Pascal
1: Siakam had a team by 23 points, eight boards. Raptors beat the Cavs 108-105. Siakam only with one assist. Probably could have had more, but his teammates missed a lot of open shots. His first name's Pascal, right? Uh, He he got his sixth foul on a push on Donovan Mitchell late in the Uh ballgame, which totally should have been, but he fouled out. Raptors defense, too, absolutely nails in the last 538. Held the Cavs
2: to just... Two field goals. That's enough. Well, That's enough. I wanted. Okay. Cavs had two field goals. Uh, one hundred eight, one hundred five. I think was the final score. Yeah. yeah. And it's Pascal, right?
3: Yeah. YCP. <laughs> Local. Thanks,
2: Thanks Patrick. Locally, that octopus certainly is is all about business. Uh, the Stampeders announced the Herm Harrison Award winner for uh, the player who does a whole bunch of community service, and it is the Calgarian and the Notre Dame High School product, uh, Colton Hunchak. Works with several community in- initiatives, including the Every Yard Counts Program with the Alberta Children's Hospital, Brown Bagging for Calgary's Kids, the Leading Change Partnership with the Alberta Council of Women Shelters and the Big Time Players 7v7 Football Program. The Stamps faced the Riders Saturday in Regina, and the Hitman fell to the Rebels by a 5-2 to two score. Oh,
1: no, hold on. we got, we got to put a pretty little bow He's on something. He's banging around
2: like a chaotic
1: armadillo. Um, You texted me yesterday. Make sure I ask yes. you on the show. About uh, Singleton's nickname.
2: So we had asked Dave Dickinson what was Alex Singleton's nickname. He had 19 solo tackles, 21 tackles, almost set a record on Monday Night Football with Ridiculous. the Denver Broncos. Yeah, He was an amazing player for the Calgary Stampeders and Dave Dickinson in his time. But Dave couldn't remember the nickname that he had. But uh, Gord, the assistant equipment manager for the Stampeders, bumped into me yesterday. He always listens. Shout out, Gord. Thanks wow, for listening. Thank you. And he was like, we called Alex Singleton Looney. Because single is loony, but on top of that, when he was out on the field, he kind of played like a little bit of a loony. I like it. Yeah. So he was called loony. See, that's creative. Yeah. Gord says he's the one who comes up with a lot of these nicknames. So next time we need a nickname for a stamp, we know where to go. It's like hockey, they would have called him Singy or something. Yeah. Tunny. Yeah. Like sing-y. it would have been. Yes, yeah,
1: it would have been Singy. Hey, Singy. Singer. Uh, singer. Yeah. probably You're right. Singer, singer for sure. Gord. Go get go get a tackle, Singer. Yeah, that's I, good. Let me. I like it. that a be Singer. That's a good play out there, Singer. So when uh, Dave Dickinson's on next week, mm. we'll have to give him that little morsel of information, and a little tidbit for him. I like it. And a little scrumptious tidbit. Uh, and great.
0: good night. And good luck to you, sir. Uh, a great it.
1: job, uh, Maddie. Uh, the morning report is brought to you by Motorworks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state of the art facility. Well, they'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes on Fifty First Ave and Third Street Southeast.
0: In front. <laughs> shoots he scores
1: i love that uh, i also love frank Saravalli, nhl insider at the daily faceoff going to join us straight ahead we're still taking your texts we heard some good news maybe about the arena deal maybe what would you like that's fun and creative in a new flames arena what would you like to see 960 960 name and location and in the seven o'clock hour maybe i'll give you some fun facts about the city of buffalo
2: Okay, I love Buffalo, so, I think, sure.
1: Yeah, while while you're watching the game and during the intermission or commercial breaks, you can share some nice, fun tidbits about the city of Buffalo. Wow, that's so kind of you. You're welcome. We're going to do all of that next. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fam.